here. I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll learn how Tex-Mex cuisine evolved over the years with the help of many Texans. We'll look back on the Sam Houston Coliseum, the original home of the Houston Fat Stock Show, and what does God expect of us? Well, we'll find out in this episode of Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. If you're like me, you have many questions about God. Questions like, what does God expect of us? And again, if you're like me, you go to the Bible for the answers. Now, in John chapter 8, verse 34, it says, Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. God expects us to walk away from sin. Yes, we're human and we have our sinful nature. But if you're doing your best to keep sin out of your life, that is what God wants us to do. In John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24, it says, But the hour is coming and is now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. It's not rocket science, folks. Actually, it's pretty simple. But we tend to make it harder and more complicated than it is. God requires us to do what is just, to have fairness, to be faithful in our dealings with one another, to be honest, and to always act with integrity. They are the characteristics that if they are instilled in his people, that will last forever. Also, just as he gives us mercy, he wants us to do the same with others. Hope on Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. Before the Astrodome and NRG Stadium, the home to the Houston Fat Stock Show and Livestock Exposition was the Sam Houston Coliseum. Yes, I know it later became the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, but that's what they called it back then. The Sam Houston Coliseum was the first major venue for concerts and events here in Houston. Many concerts were held there. The Beatles played two shows in what would be their only Houston appearance there on August 19, 1965. I went to see Three Dog Night there in 1972, and I also used to go see Houston Wrestling on Friday nights during the late 60s and early 70s. Yes, I know that wrestling is an orchestrated production, but it was fun. My good friend Mike Newton and his dad loved wrestling and always asked if I wanted to go along with them. The Sam Houston Coliseum was located at 801 Bagby, but it was demolished in 1998. The Hobby Center for the Performing Arts opened at that location in 2003 and is now part of Houston's beautiful theater district. The Sam Houston Coliseum is just a memory now, but it served its purpose well for over half a century. Hope on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends Rochelle and Carter. 
Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for anything but quiet time. There are a plethora of stories about the origin of Tex-Mex food. From everything I can find out, it's not credited to one person, but many people. From the 1860s to the 1940s, there were some Mexican ladies that became famous in San Antonio for their chili con carne. These ladies came to be known as the Chili Queens. They would make and sell their chili con carne at various food stands and markets in the Alamo City. The culinary talent of these women led to a spice called chili powder. That's what gives chili con carne and many other Mexican dishes their distinct flavor. Now, there was a German immigrant by the name of William Gebhardt who lived in New Braunfels. He proceeded to write a book introducing Texans to ancho chilies and how to use them. By 1915, the Gebhardt Company was producing 18,000 bottles of chili powder every day. Several years later, a Swiss immigrant from New York, Emil Fry, created Velveeta cheese. And we are so glad he did. That's where we get chili con queso, you know. This all became the early version of Tex-Mex cuisine. Today, Tex-Mex is one of the most popular food choices, and the best Tex-Mex can be found right here in Texas, in Houston, Dallas-Fort Worth, San Antonio, Austin, and El Paso. out of here grinning like a possum. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.